Angie and Janelle podcast, your daily mood booster. Ottawa's Move 100. Hello, Monday, beginning of the work week. Good morning, Angie. Good morning, Janelle. Morning. Morning. Good morning to all those of you listening to us on the iHeartRadio app, on your smart speaker, and driving in on the old car radio. Saturday night, the Ottawa 67s hosted the Mississauga Steelheads, and I took my daughter to her first 67s game ever. Why? Oh. Is that the first one? Yeah. And she wanted to go because she had a crush on the Mississauga Steelheads captain. And there it is. So yeah. does she care about hockey or does she just go for the boys? I think she's, I think she's boy crazy. The guy looks exactly like Cole Caulfield of the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, oh, so she's got a type. Yeah. <laughs> so here's the thing, though, is like, yeah, your daughter doesn't play hockey, but it's getting just as expensive for you as a dad because <laughs> she likes all out-of-team hockey, like out-of-city uh, hockey players. So yeah. you're chasing Cole Caulfield around Montreal. You're yeah. like <laughs> having to pay for games. Now and there's a guy in Toronto stand. she likes. Like. <laughs> it's an expensive habit, yeah. Uh, but I went to the game, and uh, I, I knew that I know what the food is like at the at the 67s. It's great food, and it's it's a little pricey, but that's what you get for an arena. But I went Saturday. Uh, I was like, I'll, I'll be good. I'll, I know what I'll get. I started off with a slice of pizza. Okay, I'm good. My daughter says, can I have a poutine? I said, no problem. We shared the poutine. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> Daddy tax. Then I, I wanted to try a hot dog and put uh, mustard on it, so I had that. <laughs> then uh, Lois and Freemas has a, has a booth uh, by section oh 17 so I got myself a big uh, soft serve of chocolate oh my, what time was the game at what time did it start <laughs> 7 at o'clock, 7 o'clock you didn't eat you eat dinner at 5pm I know that's <laughs> I, I was good all day Saturday I had my protein shake I had my little nuts I was being good my little nuts <laughs> You better be careful. <laughs> but uh, I get to the game, I see all this food in front of me, and I'm like four years old. Oh, my You really gosh. are. How much did you spend that yeah. night? Uh, 80 bucks. Okay, that's a good night out. Did you buy, no, was... you did, did you get, you didn't get a beer then? No. Because if you got a beer, that would have been 80 bucks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was, the staff they were great. The, the food lines worked fast. That You weren't in line too long, and they have mm. a, a lot of food sections. But I uh, ran into a lot of our listeners who listen to Word Wars. I forgot all their names to, thank them but uh, i thank them in person <laughs> because they were thanking you for being such a good player on world wars or <laughs> uh no <laughs> so uh this hockey obsession of hers does yeah. does she actually watch the game or only one player around no the no she actually watches the game more in the last two years because of that cold kid in montreal i mean she would go to sense games when she was younger but only wanted to go and see sparty and have popcorn right, right. my son was a hockey one in the family and uh i never put her in hockey I got her some skates finally this year. Actually, she's had skates the last couple of years, the ones that expand, but I got her actual proper skates this year mm-hmm. okay. and built her a, a mini rink in the backyard, which she's used once. Does she want to play <laughs> hockey now? Uh, or she just wants to follow yeah, the boys? Yeah, she wants to follow the boys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, have fun with that. Thank you. <laughs> 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 going to get expensive. When you think useless, think of Stu. Hey, everybody. Welcome. Welcome. All right, gather around the Orena machine for another mind-blowing useless fact, this time about Ford, the Ford car brand I thought I knew everything about. I'm, I'm a spokesperson for Barham Ford. This blew me away when I found this out. Do you know that the first Fords had engines from Dodge? Oh, yeah? Yeah. From 1903, the Dodge brothers provided Ford with engines and cha- the chassis. Okay. Really? So Ford would just build the structure and Dodge yeah. gave them the power. Yeah. Really? Huh. And now they're like high competitors. Yeah. I, thought, I thought Ford like made the very first like motor vehicle though. Yeah, they made the first Model T, but uh, from 1903 to 1914, they had engines from Dodge. 
don't a lot of vehicles now have yeah. engines from different makes? I think and so. Is that true still? Uh, that's in Formula One. Oh, okay. Formula One, like, you'll have a brand like Haas, which uh, buys their engines from Ferrari. Okay. All right. Oh, okay. Like now, I, I still get, thought there was, like, parts yeah. that kind of swap like, and interchange. Like, I thought Kia's had engines from well, such and such. And, like, a BMW yeah. is also a Lamborghini, so you have parts interchanging between the brands. Mm. Yeah, and, like, Mazda and Ford are, like, the same, yeah. too, right? Yeah. So there's yeah. there's certain car companies that are, like, different names, but... They're in, makers. they're in bed together. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How do you rate that five from one to ten? I thought it was amazing. <laughs> well, you're a car guy, so. <laughs> uh, yeah, I'll give it a 7.5. Yeah, I think I'll, I'll hop on that as well. 7.5. Okay. 7.5. Uh, thank you very much. 10 out of 10 from Hall of Famer Dump Truck Mike. Thank you. Thank you, Dump Truck Mike. Bitterman did not know this one, and that's what? rare. Uh, says it's cool, giving you a 10. I've never gotten a 10 from Bitterman. Sleepy Lee's, 10. Funnily enough, my father always told me to never buy a Ford because their parts aren't theirs. Oh. Interesting. Mm. Uh, who's that from Sleepy Lee's? Yeah. yeah. She's banned. She can never text in ever again. <laughs> uh, 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 Meathead uh, and says 9.5. Uh, of course, Dodge had the power. The never-ending battle continues from Turtley Sharon, giving you a 10 for that fact. Hall of Famer's Ghost Rider, his dad, Pierre the Dehydrated Frenchman. Well, all the more reason to me to be a Mopar fan. No. Give that a 10. <laughs> uh, also banned from the uh, from ever texting again. Uh, Stuart's number one favorite fan is Neurotic Mama gives him a 10. Maybe back then they were the only ones to make it. I don't know. Mm, school bus driver Sue says that's a good auto fact. Likes uh, her vehicles. Giving you a 10. Thank you. Um, and uh, 10 for that. As a Dodge guy, that explains why it's been downhill since then. And says, Ooh, mark what? the average. I don't know. How dare you mark the average? <laughs> Anyone that uh, said a bad thing about Ford is forever banned. Yeah, we were a Ford family growing up ourselves. So yeah. We were always mm. Fords at our place. Dodges, you mean? <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Another red carpet last night. The SAG Awards rolled that out. And uh, there was certainly one clear winner in the film side of things. So on the TV side of things, rest assured, Jennifer Coolidge won again for White Lotus. Of course. (laughs) That has been something that has been happening all award season so far. But on the movie side of things, it's kind of been like fluctuating between uh, maybe three different movies. But last night, boom, they took it all for the movie Everything, everywhere, all at once. That movie is great. I don't know if you guys have seen, I seen it. it yet. No. It is like it's so bizarre, though. Is that the too. Spielberg movie? Is uh, it a Spielberg? Movie? I don't know if it is or not. Okay. Anyways, go on. It is just it's bizarre, but like I loved it. Yeah, in a weird way. <laughs> everything <laughs> I find is bizarre now. Like White Lotus, everything that comes out is weird. It yeah, was White strange. Lotus is very bizarre. It was strange. I mean, yeah. like there's like hot dog fingers in the movie. Oh, like it, okay then. <laughs> like, there's some weird stuff that happened in the movie, but it's really neat. Well, it won best film. It took uh, like the the lead actor categories for the most part, the supporting categories for the most part, and Jamie Lee Curtis last night had a pretty emotional speech um, as she took home the supporting role for the female actor for that movie as well. And I know that so many people in our industry who are actors don't get to do this job and you look at nights like this and think, is that ever going to be possible for me? And I know you look at me and think, well, Nepo baby, that's why she's there. And I totally get it. 
But the truth of the matter is I'm 64 years old, and this is just amazing. <laughs> I love how she threw in the Nepo yeah. baby thing. <laughs> uh, that is definitely not a Spielberg movie. That is Daniel Kwan and Daniel Scheinard, who are the directors of that uh, film. So. And if you do want to watch it, I believe it's on Prime. That's where okay. I was able to watch it. There we go. I'm definitely uh, going to put that on my radar. It looks good. So speaking of stars, the palace can't seem to find any. With oh, yeah. the coronation of King Charles just two months away. They're having a hard time lining up some entertainment. Good. So they have promised a star-studded good. Wow. <laughs> a star-studded concert at uh, Windsor Castle to follow the ceremony, which is happening at the Abbey. However, organizers have had no luck booking British stars, which is of course what you want. Yeah, for yeah. sure. So far, this is the list of no's: Elton John, no. Yeah. The Spice Girls, no. Yeah. Harry Styles, nah. <laughs> Ed Sheeran, nope. Adele. Robbie uh, Williams, they have all been asked and all have declined. Now, before you start making assumptions, they say it's reportedly nothing personal, simply that all of their schedules are jam-packed. Lies. I don't know about Lies. That. Quote, otherwise engaged on something else. Mm-hmm. Imagine turning down the king. If it was the queen, they wouldn't have- well, what? Ed Sheeran performed for yeah. the Queen, I, and yeah. I think Elton has too. Like, He's I, not well liked in the music circles <laughs> for good reason. Like, what do you do if you can't find any stars with this star-studded concert you're promising? What do you, you do? How do you, you entertain you hire them? Comedians, all in the B list. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they just put in a children's choir, and Thank everybody you. will be happy. But yeah, they're not going to have the star-studded choir that uh, they're promising, and that's what's trending. Stuff and Stu, Angie and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. Acting to me has always been about finding those few precious moments when I feel totally, utterly, sometimes dangerously alive. So the task has always been to find a way to get to that to get to the work, to claw my way to it if necessary. Oh, is that not drip passion yes. for what you do? Definitely. That is Miss Sally Field on the stage last night at the SAG Awards. Uh, five decades she's been added in acting. And certainly there's a great paycheck behind acting, but you can tell when an actor is in it for the passion. Yeah. Yeah. Or the paycheck. 100%. Depends 100%. on the, the, the jobs they take too, right? Are, yes. Are they doing like the indie films still when yeah. they're a big yeah. name? Or? or taking a chance on roles with, you know, probably not the most promise of a big box office blockbuster, mm-hmm. but they do it anyway because they believe in the work. So it lit like a fire in a lot of people last night after watching the SAG Awards and people like Brendan Fraser bawling his eyes out on stage. You can tell he has passion. Are you in your current job? As a passion, or are you just in it for the paycheck? And if you're not during doing your passion, then like, what is your actual passion? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm doing this because I wanted to do this ever since I was a kid. My father used to drive me in. We used to listen to morning shows. I remember my father saying one day when I was in grade five, I'd love to get that guy's paycheck. And that resonated with me. I don't know why. You're doing, your dad's, dad's, pa- you're doing your dad's passion. <laughs> yeah, well, no, no, no. But, but I was always listening to morning radio, and that mm-hmm. became my passion. Mm. Um, I, I would watch my father's reaction to the morning shows. And I'm like, can I make my dad laugh like that? Okay. Mm. So that's what ingrained in me to do this for a living. You think he missed his passion? Uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah. He was a big photography guy and worked in the clothing business. I don't think he wanted to work in the clothing, clothing business. 
but uh, I, I, I would see his passion. I would see him listening to morning radio and just laughing along, and that's ingrained in, in me mm-hmm. to do this for a living. Yeah, and you never look back, so that's no. something that you always stuck with. And you still have the same passion for the job? 100%. <laughs> I would not say this is my passion. No. No. It's not that I don't like this job. I do. I love this job. Be careful. Um, the bosses are listening. <laughs> uh, I think it's a fun job. But like radio isn't like a passion. Entertaining isn't like a passion mm. of mine. My passions probably lie in a more physical, creative way. Like what we do is creative. Absolutely. Um, I love telling stories. I love meeting people. I love to, you know, uh, interact with all of our listeners and, and, and that. But my passion is probably more like if I could design and redecorate homes and do like DIY projects mm-hmm. and, and like, like literally my ideal job would probably be to just like remodel old homes. Oh. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and it, and it's again, not that I don't love this job. It is a paycheck, but I still love my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I just wouldn't call it my passion. Yeah. I yeah. think a lot of people are in your same boat where they they like their job. It's not like they just go to work every yeah. day dragging their feet because of the paycheck. They like what they're doing, but ultimately if they could reinvent themselves, they would mm-hmm. at the end of the day. And we've I mean, we're looking at a lot of your comments already to this uh topic this morning and a lot of people, it took them a lot of time and a lot of courage and a lot of resilience to finally get to the position where they were able to go after their passion and some of you are doing that really late in life too yes Mm -hmm. we heard from jillian who um who did just that and she's like not ready to retire because she loves her job so much yeah like she came out of retirement (laughs) and like wants to keep working because she loved it like that even producer dean who sometimes sits in your chair and we've talked to him about this before he went back to school in his 50s yeah yeah Mm -hmm. and like left a really good job with good pension play and the whole thing to go back to radio Mm -hmm. and like let's face it radio is not always the best paying job but especially when you start out there's a passion (laughs) you know yeah, it's scary to work in this business because if I if I get fired, I can't do anything else because I'm too dumb to do anything else. <laughs> so my passion is my number one job. Is it your passion, Angie? Yeah, I would say that it is. I mean, it's not the one that I sought out in the beginning, but it ended up being that way. Right. You know, yeah, you so. can kind of fall into it or you can turn... It can turn into something that you didn't yeah. know could. I didn't go into it to, to, to entertain or to be, you know, on the air. I mm-hmm. wanted to be behind the scenes, but it just kind of like life had other plans and kind of pulled me out and pulled out a passion in me, I guess, that, that is still there. I still have it. So right. that's yeah. good. Yeah. Like if you can keep it, that's good. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So is it passion or paycheck for you? Give us a call, 750-1100. And we will hear from Jillian next, who did just that. She reinvented herself. She got a new career and she is not ready to retire even though she could. She's coming up next. If you're just going to your job for the paycheck right now, maybe this is the inspiration that you need to make a change in your life because many of you have done that and now they are doing their passion. Jillian, uh, is a passion or paycheck for you? I love my job. What do you do? I'm a rehab assistant. I work for the city of Ottawa and I love my job. I had the chance to retire last year. No, I'm working till I'm 65. I love it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, and you've always done this? No, I'm a nurse first. Okay. Oh, yeah. And I went and um, I was injured and had the opportunity to to re-educate into something else. I I chose to do this. It's rehab therapist, but um, hired as a rehab assistant. And it's still with the city of Ottawa, and I just moved over. But I, I would be off sick, and I still 
bring my computer home, and I do my work. I love what I do. <laughs> That's hey, very cool. We love to hear that. You're welcome. I love my job. I love it. I love it. I love it. <laughs> he always tells me that I'm married to my job, and he comes second, and secretly, I think he's right. <laughs> yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Have a good day. Bye-bye. You too. Bye-bye. That's some all passion right there. Like literally working, <laughs> bringing the computer home when you're sick because you love your job so much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I love, I love Jane's comment on her Facebook page. She says, passion. I've wanted to be a teacher since I started school in kindergarten, and I still love what I do 21 years later. Wow. Mm. I mean, as a teacher, I hope you are passionate, you know, raising yeah. the, the young generation. Yeah, for sure. Um, and you know what? We talked about the fact that sometimes it doesn't always start out with the passion. You mm-hmm. find it later in life. And Louise said that her dream job was always to work in some form of travel and tourism. And after 53 years, she said, it's finally happen- happening because of as of uh, April 1st, she's going to be a certified travel agent. Oh, wow. Congratulations. Never too late. That's cool. Never too late. Really? And, you know, like we've had a a number of people say at this point, I'm just doing the paycheck because they were passionate about their job at one point. Um, This person says, um, you know, I'm a PSW. I used to be passionate about my job, but the way the healthcare system is now, it's just a paycheck. And unfortunately, it seems like Mm. some people will fall into that. But this is just the more reason to, you know, start a new career. There's yeah. no reason not to. Well, like Shelly. So Shelly always wanted to be an artist as long as she can remember. In fact, her mom used to say she was born with a pencil in her hand. And then she took the public service route because stability and, you know, the paycheck, the whole thing. She said, for years, I was so uninspired and I didn't even pick up a pencil. Uh, bouts of depression even. But at the age of 40... She illustrated her first children's book. It's now sold on Amazon. She's got a second one in the works, and she's also preparing some coloring books, potentially her own children's books. So she found the passion again. Yeah. That's That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if it's just for the paycheck, maybe look into a new career choice. (laughs) Move mornings with Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? Right there, Pink has been dancing from interview to interview, uh, promoting that new album, Trust Fall, which is a great one. And, of course, the tour that she's just announced. But the one thing that came up somewhere in one of the interviews that she was doing, someone asked her about the back in the Lady Marmalade days. I don't know why this even came up now, but this beef that happened between her and Christina Aguilera at the time. She got along with everyone else on set, but not her. They almost got physical at one point. And... So now this one little answer to someone's question has become the dominant headline. Mm-hmm. Oh, as it oh, always. Pink and Christina almost fought. So it's taken over so much so that Pink took to Instagram yesterday to address it. And she said this, I'm so saddened and disappointed by the narrative surrounding some of the press I've been doing for my album. While some of the responsibility lays with me and my inability to lie and my ability to overshare, my real disappointment lies in the fact that the art can never just be the focus when you're a woman. The fact that I created one of the most beautiful albums with the most beautiful people, I sing my ass off, all they're going to ask you about over and over is this silly feud from your 20s. 
I wonder yeah. when the last time Bradley Cooper or Robert De Niro were asked in an interview about some argument they had 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. Wow, did she ever nail that? She said to Christina, you know where we stand. It's resolved onwards and upwards. But like, she's like, I have this great album and this great life yeah. and great yeah. kids. Ask me anything. But really, we're going to go there and go down this rabbit hole of like, oh, there was a cat fight. Yeah. It's an insult yeah. to her and just a waste of her time. It's true, though, because she's right that like they can never just be about the album. It has yeah. to be about some drama between women behind the mm-hmm. scenes that's going to yeah. capture the headlines. So, yeah, good for her for standing up to that. So, of course, all last week we were giving away tickets to Pink's show in Montreal, which, no surprise, saw a ton of demand. So much so that she has added another show. Oh, oh. Mm-hmm. So she, she could have ten shows. Every show would sell out. She mm-hmm. could. She could do a ten-night stand. So now she is November 1st and 2nd in Montreal for those still interested in getting some tickets. That's what's trending. It's time. Are you ready? Word Wars on Move 100. All right, all right. Janelle, who's made the cut today? We have Dana and Robert on the line this morning. Stu, you're up first with Robert. Good morning, Rob. Hey, Stu. How you doing? Excellent. Did you bring your A game today? My A game is already brought, my friend. All right. <laughs> let's do this. Uh, choice of categories, Janelle? Thanks to Wallacea Barnes, who sent in our categories this morning. We have good morning or good afternoon. Oh, what do you like? I'm going to go for good morning, please. Okay, I like it. Good morning in three, two, one. What are you eating for... for what are you eating first thing more? Yes, and you're taking a, not a bath, but a... Shower. And you're going to... School work. Work, yes. And at work, sometimes you have one of these with your bosses. A coffee, uh, a meeting. Yes, and uh, uh, when you're a kid, you go to what? School. Yes, and uh, you're doing very something very... Um, namaste, what, what's that? Yoga, you're doing yoga. Yes, doing yes, yeah. yes. And w- another, when you're doing yoga, you're, you're w- doing what? You're, you're, no. you're stretching, you're stretching. No, no, you're <laughs> meditating. Are you, are you meditating no. when you're doing yoga? Yeah. <laughs> I think they're different things. Are they? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But it's a it's a relaxing experience. <laughs> Yoga's a lot of work, actually, yeah. if you're doing it right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you guys did really good. Um, you only missed one word, so you guys got six. So great score. Nice, nicely done. Good job. Thanks, buddy. Good you job. came to play. Uh, okay, so let's see what Dana can do. Good morning, Dana. Good morning, guys. How are you? Good. How are you? Good. Good, good. job, Stu. You did good this morning. See? Thank you. <laughs> Thank We're you. so nice to him. We tell him when he does a good job, and he just trolls us. All right, so, Dana, we have to beat six to seal this deal, all right? I'll do my best. And good afternoon is your category. Good afternoon. Okay. Things in the afternoon. Okay, here we go. After breakfast comes? Lunch. You're going to the gym for a? Workout. Kids have these in the afternoon, a short little? Snack. No, like when they're laying down. Oh, a nap. Yes. Uh, you have this on the calendar. You have a doctor's... Appointment. Yes. And you do this to a book. Uh, read. Yes. Uh, and I'm on my lunch... Break. Yes. Uh, and when you do stuff outside of school, you're Activity. doing... What, Activities? What kind of activities they call them? Uh, sports? No. When you... Uh, do- oh! Activities? Oh, no. oh. Extracurricular yeah. activities. Oh. Very <laughs> difficult word to get. Um, you also got six, so that means we are tied. Yes. Uh, I hate tiebreakers. Okay. Yes. Hang on the line, Dana. And we'll roll the dice. Let's go for a low rice... Uh, a low... Dice roll today for the winner. So first with Robert and Stu. Yes. A five. That's pretty good for a low, okay. low okay. roll. Angie and Dana. A 16. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Rob. Oh. Rob. 
Yes, yes, I, you. I knew you'd win. You had the right attitude. My friend, it's two for two. I won with you about a month and a half ago before your huge losing streak. So, I'm, I'm your good luck. I'm your good luck charm, buddy. Thank you, Rob. Well, congratulations, Rob. We're sending you home with a $100 Lotto Max gift card. Awesome. Thank you so much, everyone. Have a great day. You and too. if you win a couple of million dollars, you'll score a sum for me, right? I'll, I'll, I'll remember you for sure, Stu. Yeah, thanks. <laughs> He's not promising anything. Stuntman Stu, Angie, and Janelle. I turn them on every morning when I wake up. Ottawa's Move 100. So what's a reasonable amount of money to spend at the concession when you're going out to a sporting event here in Ottawa? And Stu didn't even spend any money on booze. <laughs> That's where they <laughs> no. really get you. Like, which is normally where you're, you know, you can really rack up a bill. But Stu seemed to rack up a bill on just food this weekend. Yeah, well, not like you can pig. eat buffet. <laughs> I went to the 67s game on Saturday. My daughter wanted to see one of the members of the Steelheads. I can't convince my daughter to cheer for an Ottawa team. I don't no. know what it is. She's boy She's, crazy. Yeah. So anyways, uh, I got two slices of pizza. One for, no, I got three slices, three slices of pizza. <laughs> One for me, one for my daughter, one for her friend. Okay. And I got a hot dog for me, and I also got a slice of pizza for me. Another? Also, a secondary pizza? Yes. Uh, not for me, just for her friend. I got a poutine, which I shared with my daughter. Okay. I got hot dog, and then I got ice cream, because Lois and Freema's is at the uh, TD Place Arena. You, yes. can't re- you cannot resist a Lois and Freema's ice cream. To the tune of how much money? Uh, $87. <laughs> well, I mean, everything you look at is about 10 and I also tipped... Large on those because these uh, concessions workers are working their butts off. The lines were fast, and I wanted mm-hmm. to reward them, mm-hmm. so I took them twenty percent. But I went up an, a number of times, and also bought a fifty-fifty ticket too. <laughs> oh my gosh! Like okay, Steve's so, best day so we're going to a Sens game this coming up weekend, and um, they're, they're they're cheap tickets, so we're going. And I do not plan on spending eighty or ninety dollars at the well, concession. You're <laughs> like, cheap. Like, the difference is uh, you're cheap. <laughs> Okay, wait a second, wait a second. I seem to remember a video of you at a Sens game at the beginning of the season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you lined up all of the cans yeah. along the boards, because you guys were right near the front, uh, that you guys consumed that game. you oh, telling yeah, me you that. didn't spend that much? Those were special tickets that came with money on them. Okay. Oh. <laughs> and they went my money that I Because if you would have added up all those cans, you would have beat Stu. <laughs> and that was that was between four people. Okay, there was, okay, okay. We had friends with us then, too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no. 80, like $90? Eat yeah. before the game, man. <laughs> he that went was hungry. A, <laughs> I mean, you had four meals there. <laughs> well, I mean, you can't resist a Gabriel Peach when you're at the game. You know, it's staring at you. It's saying, eat me, eat me, Stu. So I went over and, and, and I had a So what was the poutine saying to you? Uh, poutine was saying, uh, it wasn't for me, it was for my daughter and I uh, asked for an extra fork. <laughs> what was the hot dog saying to you? A uh, hot dog wasn't really good. Uh, what was the ice cream saying to you? Saying, oh. I want you, another. Yes. It was, it, the ice cream was the best value, honestly. Mm-hmm. Like, how much of the game did you actually see? Because I think you were just in line for food the whole no, time you were no, 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 no. The lines moved very quick. I watched the first period with my daughter, then I took off for the second period and uh, saw a friend and watched the rest of the game with him and his, and his kids. Shared a poutine with him, too. <laughs> Well, it was Stu's fantastic night out. There you go. $87 later. Move mornings with Stuntman Stu. Angie and Janelle on Move 100. What's trending? So in the celebrity world, the SAG Awards were held last night, and it seems that one movie in particular was a front runner, which means it's probably a darling heading into Oscar season. There hasn't been one that's toward a, you know, taken everything so far. You've had the Banshees of Inertia, the Fablemans, 
everything, everywhere, all at once, Babylon, kind of battling it out for all of the award shows so far. But everything, everywhere, all at once was the huge winner last night. From the movie categories to the actor categories to the supporting actor categories, they snatched everything up. Wow, okay. It is a good movie. Yeah, so definitely something to put on your radar, something to watch before the Oscars for sure to see if it continues its reign. So speaking of the movies, uh, the trailer for this movie played ahead of the Super Bowl and was watched globally by more than 90 million people. Probably helped with the buzz for this movie on its opening weekend because it uh, raked in $35 million. I saw this movie on Friday, and let me just say, it is bananas. And that movie is Cocaine Bear. Oh, (laughs) I have been hearing all of the ads, and like I want to see it. Uh, it's directed by Elizabeth Banks from Modern Family. In okay. fact, her co-star from Modern Family, Jesse Tyler Ferguson, is in the movie too. So is Carrie Russell. I went into this not knowing anything about it. And my daughter's like, hey, let's go see it. We saw a matinee on Friday. We went to Landmark Cinemas. It was great. It is very loosely based on a true story where okay. these duffel bags of cocaine are, are offloaded off a smuggler's plane into the Georgia mountains. And in the real story, a bear in the mountains consumed so much of that cocaine from the bags, it OD'd and died. Oh, holy crap. But in the movie, a bear high on cocaine goes on a killer rampage. <laughs> So think Sharknado Uh, level of ridiculousness, that sort of dark humor, the over the top cheesy gore, but in a coked up bear who's killing everybody. Yeah, this sounds like something I'm interested in watching. The audience was losing it. They were laughing. The reactions so far have been very mixed because either you get that sort of dark humor gore or you don't. I hid my face a bunch of times for sure, but it was like, I can't even believe the level that they pushed this movie. Like, Elizabeth Banks is hilarious for trying this. That's awesome. But apparently it's paying off. And we haven't seen a movie like this in a very long time, I have to say. If you like that kind of thing, yeah. yes. If you don't, Stu, you will not make it through this so movie. So it is, like, very scary horror kind it's gore. of. Yeah. I know you won't make it through. You don't like scary movies. You don't like horror movies. There's a lot of... I mean, maybe you'll like it, but you'll have to hide your eyes a lot. There's a lot of over-the-top, like... Blood, blood and everything, and yeah. mm-hmm. you know, the whole thing. But you know it's fake. It's so crazy it's fake, yeah, you know right. what I mean? But Fine. anyway, she's doing really good so far at the box office, so good on her. Fun. <laughs> and that's what's trending, brought to you by the Donnelly Automotive Group. Ladies and gentlemen, moves. Password to paradise. Winner. Welcome to paradise. Are we about to make somebody's day? I think uh, so. I think so. <laughs> Let's give him a call. Hello. Good morning, Robert Pru, please. Speaking. It's Stu, Angie, and Janelle calling from Move 100. Oh, oh, oh hi, how are you? <laughs> oh, he just picked up a little bit there. Perks up there. Yeah. <laughs> it took me a bit. <laughs> Do you have any idea why we're calling? Well, my wife's been telling me things about trip. I don't know, is this it? Oh, I don't know. Does she have you working for it, too? Yeah. Well, the couple that plays together, travels together, you want a trip to Turks and Caicos. Oh, you got me. Listen, hey, just hang on a second. <laughs> I'm just leaving for my my job. I'm, I'm driving kids. Oh, and, you got to uh, turn around. <laughs> she's not going to believe this. Oh, we can't wait to hear this reaction. Uh, okay, here we go. Hello? Hello? Uh-huh. Angie. Yeah, hi. Oh, my good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> It's Angie, Stu, and Janelle calling with some really good news this morning. We won. You're you going did. to Turks and Caicos! 
you got to be kidding me. No, we're telling you the truth. You're going to Turks and Caicos. i got to tell you a story. Okay. We were in Turks and Caicos about five years ago, and we were on our way home, and our Air Canada plane couldn't leave. All of us, there was about 20 of us in our group, they had to find us a resort. And that night, we stayed at beaches. Oh, no oh wow. We were there just for one night, so we didn't get to enjoy everything. Oh, wow. you got to full week there now. And you know the room you showed on your video? Yeah. Well, our room was exactly like that in the part, in the same location of the hotel, and we had to share room with another couple because there wasn't enough rooms. So they got to sleep in the bunk beds. <laughs> well, that's fun so, for a night. <laughs> so we play pickleball with this couple, and they call us Ma and Pa all the time. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow, what a throwback this is going to be for you guys, and a full-on experience this time around. It is. I can't believe it. Well, you guys are working together. Anything. <laughs> well, congratulations. You've made my day. I got the feels. And it feels good. It's a feel-good moment to kick off your workday. Angie's All the Feels on Move 100. Well, Angela Refuse out in Nova Scotia was inspired to create her charity after her 85-year-old grandfather passed away, leaving a, uh, his cat Mackenzie without a home. So none of Angela's relatives had the capacity to take on the responsibility, so she decided to take in the cat herself. And after a bad breakup, she ended up moving home to live with her parents in Halifax. They were sharing the basement, her and the cat. And she was weighing her options, which really only were to bring the cat to a shelter or keep her and just adopt her. So um, she decided to keep her. The cat was very grumpy at first and hissed at her a lot. And she soon realized the cat was just scared. It's just all a big change for the cat, too. And eventually warmed up to her after lots of love and attention. And that kind of inspired Angela to start this new venture. So she started a nonprofit called My Grandfather's Cat. And she now facilitates adoptions of dogs and cats that belong to seniors who are either terminally ill or entering a retirement home and can just no longer care for their beloved pets. Oh, wow, yeah, that would be definitely needed. Yeah. Something I didn't even think about. Absolutely. So she and her cat also started posting videos on TikTok, as you do. And she grew a big following. And she found that many comments were telling her how their grandparents' pet, had to go into a shelter after they passed, and just hearing people's stories. So she knew she was on the right path. So most of the seniors that are referred to, my grandfather's cat, are you know referred by care homes or shelters. They submit an application, and then her team writes a profile to post on social media. So they then interview people, find out who's a good fit. But what's great is the senior also has the opportunity to interview the family. Aww. That's very cool. And then the senior picks their pet pet's second forever home and the adoptees can even stay in touch with the senior and share updates yeah oh, that's great photos and videos yeah. Like, oh, yeah. great idea of their Aww. of their home 2.0 so in many cases she knows honestly and sadly that her clients have passed but passed knowing that their best friends had the best home and would be well taken care of after the fact so that's i love that story we were talking earlier about finding your passion in your yeah. job and i mean you know she didn't know that this was going to be your passion and then lo and behold there it was just with her grandfather's cat <laughs> and that's all the feels on move 100